Hey friends, it's Shawnee, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca and welcome to Simple Saturdays. If you are new here, welcome. I am Shauna, mom of three in small town Canada and I have been blogging for about seven years, writing and life coaching women along the way as I have gone through my own journey of simplifying my home and my life and finding ways to live my life on purpose, like showing up making the most of the day that I wanted to have and just setting purpose for myself in doing the things I want to do with my kids, myself, my husband, my life. And that's kind of the whole premise of everything that I talk about on this podcast. And today we're going to be talking about being brave with your life. And this is step three of showing up for your life. And you can go back and listen to those episodes or read the corresponding posts. I'll link those in the show notes. But I know that this series, the Show Up For Your Life series that we've been doing since about December, it has been heavy. Some of you have said, like, it has felt really heavy on my heart, maybe overwhelming for my heart. And I do want you to know that we can always break it down into small steps. Just take one little piece away that's going to work for you in moving forward. But I'm not like other podcasters and life coaches. I'm a fun life coach. (laughs) So we're going to keep having fun as we move into February. I know that was so mega dorky that I said that. You guys, I hope you get the reference. Um, As we move into February, we're going to be talking more about life on purpose. Connor and I have gone through the workbook together and we have nine areas of our life that we've covered. I've set some new goals and habits that I want to have this year. So I'm going to start just sharing them with you on Instagram and here on the podcast. And I'm hoping to also bring a lot of those conversations into the Facebook community group. So if you are on Facebook and you are looking for a community, join the Simple On Purpose community group. There's a link in the show notes. Make sure to answer the entry questions. That's how you get in. So let's talk about being brave with your life. And if you listen to the rest of this series on showing up for your life, you know that I've said there's three steps to showing up for your life. The first one is to pay attention. The second one is to listen closer. And the third one is being brave. And I have shared my story in various ways that I was at a place in marriage and motherhood and myself where I could not cope. Like I felt so anxious, exhausted, overwhelmed with with motherhood. I was really letting my marriage slip away and kind of getting resentful. And we were just kind of like two ships passing in the night and there wasn't that intimacy and friendship. My health was really suffering and I just felt not like myself. I felt like I was just getting by, like just a shell of myself stuck in pajamas and stuck just feeding kids snacks. At that point I had, Levi was, um, he was two and Linnea was one and that was really the hardest point. And I just started opening up my eyes to what was really happening, how I was being a victim of it, and started listening to what I wanted to change and what I wanted instead and um, the places that I wanted to go in all of this. And then step three had to kick in and that was being brave. That was doing the work. (laughs) And when we think about bravery, it feels good. It sounds good. But how do we apply it to like our daily real actual lives? And When we think about living with bravery, we also need to think about living without bravery. And when we live without being brave, we will almost always feel that tension that our life isn't what we wanted. We know what is possible and ideal, but then we look at what we're actually doing in real time. And this tension is called cognitive dissonance. And it is that area between 
what my ideal self does and what my real self does. So my ideal self wants to be patient and fun with my kids. My real self is frustrated and nagging and mentally checking out by 4 p.m. I feel that tension of not being the mom I want to be. My ideal self works out maybe every day and eats carrots for a bedtime snack, <laughs> maybe. But my real self would do some yoga but once a week and then eat ketchup chips and cheese every night. So I feel the shame of not taking care of my body how I know it's best. My ideal self wants to have a passionate and exciting marriage. My real self is sending passive aggressive text messages to my husband for eating all the taquitos and then dumping all of my frustrations on him when he walks through the door at the end of the night. I feel that crust of pride hardening my heart that I want to be softer to this man that I love. A life without bravery means we are living with a constant discomfort. It's that low hum of shame and frustration and resentment that we aren't showing up for our life in the way that our heart truly longs to, which is to say we aren't showing up in line with our values. Now we have a, we have a decision to make. We can go one of two ways with this discomfort. On one hand, we can turn to our stress responses. We can numb it out, resist it, stress about it, plan around it. Or two, we can get brave, make a plan and do the work. And I feel like being brave, what does that even mean? And we live in this Instagram, social media world that really makes it seem maybe a bit more glamorous than it is. And maybe instead of this hashtag be brave, be you, maybe it starts out a bit quieter than being the personification of a lion roaring. Maybe it starts out a bit messier than smiling on a beach. I think when we look at it as something sassy and shiny that we can forget that it's really hard and messy to get there. And instead of it being about us, it has to be a less about us. In my experience, bravery required less of me and all the ways I had been showing up and compensating for what I didn't want to deal with because being me got me into this mess in the first place. So I don't wanna just make it bravery seem like this shiny experience. The way that I define bravery now is the consistent forward motion in doing what is right against resistance. And I'm gonna just break that down real quick. So what is right? Right is doing things that are in line with what we truly desire and value. And if you don't know your personal values, you can get the values worksheet. There's a link in the show notes. Right is doing things in a way that we are showing up in the ways we are proud of towards the direction we know is right. What is resistance? We all meet resistance. We meet it in our bodies, in our minds, in our hearts, our communities, our homes. But most often we feel resistance internally and resistance sounds like a very fearful voice in our head that starts to shout the second we commit to doing the work. Shouting all the reasons we shouldn't do something different and uncomfortable. It's the voice of doubt, fatigue, discomfort, distrust, fear, and pride. And what is consistent forward motion? Baby steps. One small thing you can do today that your future self will thank you for. Big steps. Three leaps forward that move the needle in your life. Both of these things matter and both are required. But if you're at a stage where you need to just focus on the baby steps, then do that. Do not underestimate how consistent things will build up over time. And if you need a reminder, 
go back to the episode on future self. I think it's episode 21. I'll link it in the show notes. But bravery is hard. Of course it's hard. I life coach women through this all the time. And this is often why women come to me. They're living with this tension, this discomfort about how they're showing up for their lives. So how do I handle it in myself and with these women? I do not just tell them to be brave. I don't just give them affirmations because affirmations can sometimes feel fake. And after all, if we're faking it till we make it, do we actually really make it? So in order to tap into our own ability to be motivated and take action, we need more than an affirmation. We need to help our hearts and minds use new tools that allow them to show up and constantly move forward in the right direction despite resistance. So here are some companions you need on the journey of becoming braver every day. The first one is direction. Why do people tell us to set out a plan for what we want? Because it keeps us from being busy for the sake of being busy. It keeps us from being ambivalent or reluctant or confusing productivity with purpose. You can't just be brave for the sake of it. It needs to move you to where you want to be going. Otherwise, it's just busy work more than a heart change and a life change. So tap into the vision that you have for yourself in your life and you can use the Life on Purpose workbook. You can also use the free worksheets that I'll link in the show notes. The next thing it needs is commitment or ownership. And there is no light way to say this because I hated hearing it myself. If you do things half-assed, you'll get half-assed results. To be brave, you need to be willing to show up on your own accord and own it. You need to get your own ride to the party, show up with your homemade cheese dip, and say hi to someone new and stay late to help with the cleanup. You need to be in it. You need to own it and be committed to it. And it is so intimidating to say out loud who you are and what you want. I've struggled with it over the years. As I started blogging, I used to keep it a secret. And when I wrote the workbook, I was still downplaying it so much that even my closest friends were calling me out on it. When I added life coaching to my work, I still tiptoed around it. All of this underwhelmed the impact I truly desired and the belief that I had in who I was and what I wanted. So don't sit on the sidelines of your life. Likewise, don't sit on the sidelines of other people's lives and convince that it counts as being brave with your own life, because I have done that too. You cannot ride the coattails of other people. The biggest thing that has helped me be brave is to challenge the autopilot. The autopilot in our brain, it's constantly running, it's helping us have the same habits, reactions, thought loops all the time, but it's also keeping us stuck in where we are. So the first thing I learned about intentional living is that I was going to have to undo all of these autopilot ways. So I had a mantra for myself and it was do the opposite. And I'll link an Instagram post that I shared on this a while ago. Do the opposite. My first instinct, thought, reaction is the autopilot one that got me here. Following through on these things will not move me and grow me into a braver way of living. So often, and it's been a few years of me telling myself this, I still need to remember it. Do the opposite. Say yes instead of no, especially with my kids. Listen instead of defend, especially in my marriage. Wait instead of leave, especially in social settings. Go here instead of there, push a little bit harder, especially physically. Trust instead of doubt, especially in friendship. And persist instead of quit, especially in my work. The next thing is support or community. And I really debated putting this in a list of things that 
will will be required for you to be brave in your life. But then I had an experience over the past few days where my community was being a little bit rocked and shaken, and it took bravery to address those situations. And what I get from that experience is um, people to do bravery with. So I know when we're new moms, and it was my experience too, it is so easy to stay at home, snuggled up with a baby. And in many people's cases and mine, we turn to the online space for community support. But eventually we need real people in our real actual life. Because if we're feeling alone, it's probably because we're keeping ourselves alone. And that's what I was doing. I had to show up in real life places and make real life friendships. And it's always a brave move because you are letting people in with all their junk and weird ways of showing up. And you are showing up for other people with all your junk and weird ways of showing up. And we're doing it despite what our culture tells us to be a lone wolf, be strong, make it happen. Like you can do this. But in my experiences of letting people in and helping other people, is getting a community is a brave move that grows you and supports you because community gives you accountability and guidance and rest. Sometimes these women are just coming in, helping me out with my kids. Community also challenges you. They're holding up a mirror to you. They're helping you see where you need to grow. They call you out. They draw you in. They push you. They cheer you on. And if you have been living without it, it is big time brave to invite that in. But likewise, there's a flip side here. If you have been over-reliant on it, then it is big time brave to offer it more than receive it. Humility. Humility definitely belongs on this list because when we think about being brave, we know there is going to be this hard part. It's gritty and messy. And that messy part is humility. And I don't mean the type of humility where you put others before yourselves because I think that can have a false nobility sometimes to it. But I mean the type of humility where you are honest at the expense of your ego. It's where you put truth and relationships before yourself and your ego in all the ways you protect it. Humility looks like listening to criticism and asking yourself, is it true? It looks like coming to a loved one and saying, I've been wrong. It looks like addressing yourself and your own motives and actions and being honest with ourselves. If we are brave, we need to show up with the truth and the humility helps us to constantly uncover what is true. Integrity, and I'll say it again and again, it does not matter what you do, it matters how you show up. So often we think we're entitled to our anger or frustration that we start to steamroll the situation with our big negative reactions. The reality is we get to do things in our life but then our brain finds something to stress about and we stop showing up well, we lose our integrity. We aren't showing up in line with our values. Cognitive dissonance kicks in. Like, I get to go on a family road trip with my kids, camping across the province, eating ice cream, drinking coffee, my husband's on vacation. What a gift to do a road trip with your kids. Until your brain finds something to stress about and then it becomes a form of torture and you are trapped traveling across the province with your kids and you turn into a steaming pile of resent and stress. Having integrity means that I still show up as the mom and wife I want to be, even when we are in the actual hot sun in the lineup at the sandy dump, the kids are running barefoot all over the E. coli parking lot, the health inspector me is dying, I'm hangry and I run out of the stupid gluten-free crackers and me and my husband are fighting about where to camp for the night. I still get to decide how to show up. I need to be brave here. I still get to choose how I'm gonna show up and yeah, I don't always do it so well. 
If you want a little bit of help with this, I've linked another episode that I talk about being mindful in marriage and actually this exact camping situation with my kids across the province. Let's move on to compassion. It seems like a good one to follow up with. Compassion, do you know what's brave? Kindness, empathy, compassion. These are the antidotes to some very unbrave mindsets. Shame, guilt, resent, judgment. Those mindsets, they keep us stuck, even though we use them as some kind of necessary motivators. Spoiler alert, they're not. So we need compassion for where we are ourselves instead of shaming ourselves for where we're not. Let yourself be a human. And we need compassion for others, who they are and where they're at, instead of resent for what they're not giving us or judgment of their differences. Let people be where they're at. Hope, faith, and trust. And I group these together because they speak to the bigger picture. And being brave is going to bring you face-to-face with these issues. To be brave, it needs to be empowered and motivated by something bigger than avoiding the pain of our present life. What do you hope in? We need to have hope that things will be worth it. What do you believe in? We need to have faith that there is something more here that covers all of our missteps and shortcomings. What do you trust in? We need to trust that we can take the next step without knowing the entire path. And finally, willingness. And they say we need three things to change. We need to be ready. So you need to just feel done with the way things are. You need to be ready for the change. We need to be able. You need to see just the next step you can take. Doesn't have to be the whole path. And you need to be willing. You need to desire it. You need to see the benefit to it. To be brave, you must be willing to do the work make the first step, say it out loud. And all of this, all of that I've talked about, it might feel overwhelming. Don't let it be. Just find one little thing that you can do. Take one little step. What is one simple way you can be brave today? Apologize to your husband for what you said when you were hangry. Say hi to another mom who you see often. Wear your favorite lipstick. There was a time in my life where that was just super brave for me. I'll link a post in the show notes, but just getting up and getting dressed every day how I wanted to was being brave. Maybe you want to just let down your guard a little bit and ask someone for help today. Most of all, remember this. Showing up for your life isn't something you can rush or perfect. It is a journey that slowly shifts your heart and mind. It takes time, like river carving a new path through the rocks. So be gracious and brave with your one precious life. So that wraps up our Showing Up For Your Life series. I hope you have enjoyed it. There is a reader feedback survey out there that I would love you guys to fill out. I'm gonna link it in the show notes. And it's been one of the most well-responded to survey I've done in recent years. And I really wanna make sure that the podcast listeners are a part of it. So stop by, it's an anonymous survey. I wanna hear all about what's working for you, what's not. And any specific topics that you would like me to cover, please put them in there. I do use all of your ideas as much as I can to answer in the Facebook group or on Instagram or here in a podcast episode or in a blog post. So I am listening. I am going through all of the responses and yours matters. So please make sure you take a second to do that. And one more quick announcement. I'm going to be changing the name of this podcast from Simple Saturdays to Simple on Purpose. Simple Saturdays is the bi-weekly email newsletter, and this podcast started as a mere image of that, but it has deviated, so the podcast takes on different topics, and the email newsletter is still kind of that 
quick like three helpful things that you get every two weeks so they are a little bit different now and I want to let them stay different so Simple Saturdays podcast will be called Simple on Purpose and the Simple Saturdays newsletter will continue on being Simple Saturdays both of them will still come out on a Saturday all right it's been great talking with you have a great week